don't ever allow any level of greatness make you feel that I don't need my brothers. Like the other day I told you. If you know that, then make sure that when you die, you bury yourself. Hallelujah. Yeah. Dig your own grave. Buy your own casket. Put it somewhere. And when you die, jump into the casket and put yourself in the grave. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Because you see, may your heart not be drawn away from your brothers. No, after all, even Joseph. Well, after all that they did to him, the man's heart was drawn to his brothers. No, if you are clapping, clap well and stop this. Thing. Don't become so powerful that your brothers and your sisters cannot assess you. It's an error. That is not Christ-like. Hallelujah. Oh, but they are greedy. Oh, but they are evil. Oh, but they don't think. You see, that is why God has blessed you with your thinking. Hallelujah. That is why God has made you so. Start thinking that way. I'm walking you into the message. Are you hearing me? I pray that the Lord will bless you. And as the Lord blesses you, may your heart be drawn after weightier things. Shout a better amen. As the Lord is blessing you, may your heart not be drawn after wasteful things. Especially those of us who have seen poverty and struggle. When the Lord begins to lift us, it will, it will shock you the things our heart can run after. No, lift your hands and say, Lord, Lord, work on this heart. Pastor, don't trust yourself like that too. But may the Lord help you. Amen. Hallelujah. When the Lord begins to lift you, you will see the things that are in your heart. Hallelujah. This one that you are sitting there like an innocent person like that. The things you can do, only God knows. Hallelujah. The, the, the hotels you have spotted already. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, so the car, yesterday I was, I chanced on a certain um, video by, I was going to suffer Sam. Uh, Bolare was interviewing him. He said he cannot count his cars. He said he has a garage for the old cars and a garage for them. He can't count them. And somebody came to root under the comment that all these things you must sell and give it to the poor. And then somebody came and see, somebody also wrote and said, "Look at poor people talking." <laughs> Amen. He said, "His one of he said one of his the expensive watch he has in his he, has, he says he loves watches and then cars. The expensive was one fifty thousand pounds. And so he a poverty. <laughs> Hallelujah. See." By the time somebody is making a show of such things and you begin to judge them that they are not taking care of the poor, do you know the kind of work they do for the poor? Amen. No, I'm telling you. That is the truth. You, sometimes we, we talk like hypocrites. Are you getting it? I mean, we know Apostle Joseph. The philanthropic work he does. He has done it till Ghana became Ghana. So it, it's not out of place when his son is swimming in such money and he's doing wild things. He has plenty of cars. They show some of the cars. And I say, Father, give me some. Shout amen. Or oh, you think I backslided? No. Hallelujah. So I say, give me some. This one is nice. Even though I don't like watches. But if I buy you one, won't you take it? If I buy 15,000 pounds and say, watch. Okay, you do go and do swap with it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift your right hand there. Watch your eye. Where to see this? 
Ne bo de on. We ni ahino no. Eight hundred. Hallelujah. Obi bo fifteen thousand. We ni bo eight hundred. Ne bo de. Amen. Yeah, somebody can buy ordinary perfume. Fifteen thousand. Oh, we share your brought me some perfume in the office. Miyaki. I say, yeah, Miyaki, serious perfume. Miyaki, correct one, designer. You have we are to fold the Nivea. But the thing is in levels. Hallelujah. But I pray, lift your right hand to me. May the Lord help us. That as the Lord is blessing us, may our hearts be drawn after him. Oh, your amen is weak. I see the Lord blessing you. I see the Lord exposing you. I see the Lord do you well. But I pray that as you do well in life, may your heart be drawn after the Lord. May your heart not be drawn away from the Lord. And may you not become so big that you begin to look down on everybody. Moses was training all the wisdom and the power and the riches of Egypt. But at the end of the day, God turned his heart. His heart was able to draw to a very lowly people who are not his class. And so all the ladies that think that you are beautiful and you have class, even Moses descended down. Oh, okay, so when you have a class, when you have a school, I don't mean so so, and when you class. Hallelujah. <laughs> Clap your hands for the Lord. And Moses had heart turned. How many of you have realized that sometimes when you get money small, then your heart is becoming different? Wave your hands at me. No, do I have a, do I have a witness here? When you get small money, you realize that your heart is now going after some things. Are you getting it? Oh, the day you touch some dollar, you realize that Charlie, what hand tight to me, Bruta? Hallelujah. There is a way you talk. That day, there are special things I will come to me do. Say, hundred dollars on the card on my memory. Oh God, help this generation. May the Lord bless us and help us. Someone said the deliverer's mind. Are you following me? So a doer. All these things are just introductions. Go to the verse four. 24 go. <laughs> Should I go on? Should I go on? They are just introductions. Just trying to wet your appetite. Amen. And he seen one of them suffer wrong. He defended him and avenged him that was oppressed and smote the Egyptians. Stretch your hands here. Touch your neighbor and say, you always try and kill the Egyptian. And save your brother. Don't save the Egyptian and kill your brother. Tell your neighbor again. Say, Don't save the Egyptian and kill your brother. Kill the Egyptian and save your brother. Clap your hands for the Lord. I will leave it. I will not stay there. If I stay there, in year. Amen. But look at your neighbor and say, My neighbor, we are one spirit, we belong to one Lord. We are one faith. Our doctrines may be different, but our Lord is one. Shout to say, our Lord is one. 
You are in a different church. I am in a different church. But our Lord is one. One. No matter the differences in our doctrines, we are still brothers. Hallelujah. Very common that a pastor can even agree with an unbeliever over a doctrine in the church. And they, 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 we begin to take the words of people who are not born again, who don't understand the dynamisms of the Christian life. Because they are making sense. We agree with them and we can kill our brothers. There is no need going for evangelism, going for soul winning. If the people will labor to grow in the Lord when they err, we abandon them and throw them away. And then the next minute we are charging the church that this month we are going for soul winning. The souls that come, they will grow up with many negatives. Hallelujah. Because we are saved, we are being saved, and we shall be saved. Till Christ come, we are a work in progress. Oh, give the Lord a clap of him. Is anybody understand what I'm talking about? Somebody see, it's easy for us to kill our brothers. We'll kill the brother we sit in the church and go and use money to go and bring another brother inside. Hallelujah. But I pray for you in Charisma Center. May nobody's error be the reason you distance yourself. Anybody can fall into a shame. May we understand that our brother's shame is our shame. Their glory is our glory. And when they need be, let us sacrifice and kill others and save our children. Anybody understand what I'm teaching? Yeah. yeah. You, you don't just do away with somebody you have suffered with just like that. Hallelujah. But today, the other day I wrote on, one of my friends wrote something on Facebook, Apostle Jerry, then I wrote under it, I said, I think that in our world today, Judas is better than most Christians. In our world today, Judas is better than most Christians today. You know why? Because as for Judas, he sold Jesus for some good amount of money. We, in the name of fame and bread, we shall betray a brother. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm telling Small acceptance. Somebody will reject you right now. Hallelujah. But I pray that we shall be like Moses. Stretch your hands here. I pray we shall be like Moses. May our hearts be attached to our brothers. So we know how to do away with the Egyptians and preserve our brothers. No, no. You understand the message? Do you understand the message? The reason Moses killed the Egyptian and saved the brother is what I call the deliverer's mind. See the deliverer's mind. Look at the verse 25. Verse 25. For he supposed. I, I want you to stand for one minute. For he supposed. Jesus. Please lift up your two hands. If you are carrying a child, don't worry, sit down. Say in the name of Jesus. Lord, this morning, give me the deliverer's mind. In the name of Jesus. That kind of mind which will make me do things that will bring deliverance to your church, to my family, to my nation. And to my other brothers, in the name of Jesus, I receive that mind right now. Breathe that mind. Breathe that mind. Breathe it into me right now. 
Moses, one version says that thought that God was going to deliver his brothers by his hand. Amen. I'm, I'm approaching this thing from two angles. The first angle is this. You know sometimes you can burden yourself with a certain passion that how many of you know that? Sometimes you can. Sometimes not even your blood. Sometimes you can make something your matter. Amen. For instance, when you have seen a lot of negative things happening in your family, there is a certain determination that comes on you that as for me, I will not do this. Amen. Let me cite an example again. When you have seen poverty in your family and you have seen how others have suffered, those who had money, today, they are nowhere. They have been reduced to zero. When you have seen such things, it can give you a mentality of, as for me, I cannot become like this poor people. That desire of that, I don't want to become like this, when it is not placed in the context and the confines of the Holy Spirit, it can blind you and make you a very wicked and an insensitive person. He saw that his father had money. And now his father has nothing. And he has seen those things in his family. Then he can form a mentality that as for me, I will not become like my father. I must make money and get money to the point that I will not lack anything. So that is his drive. His drive is that I will not be poor. Follow me. His drive is that I must succeed. And that drive has blinded him. Because he has to make it. He doesn't want to become like his father. He doesn't want to become like anybody else. He must make it. And escape all the troubles that comes with life. That desire can blind him. Amen. And give him a certain lifestyle that will make him wicked towards his own siblings. So that when he even has, he pretends as if he doesn't have. Because in his mind, he must have money and not become poor. My prayer for you this morning. May you not be blinded by any desire of yours. The reason I know that desire is yours is that if it is the Lord that placed that thing in your heart, it will be sensitive to others. The moment you realize that you have a good desire, but that good desire kills your sensitivity to the needs of others, you must know that God is not behind the desire. Can I hear somebody shout, Amen? Am I teaching? Do you now understand it? Because you see, there is a spirit in man and the inspiration. Somebody say inspiration. When Moses was 40 years, it began to come into his heart. God began to stare and turn his heart in a direction that was consistent with his purpose for his life. And when he stepped into the purpose, the Bible said that he supposed, he thought, he thought that by him, the Lord shall bring deliverance. And because the thing was not a self-imposed desire, but a desire 
born out of inspiration. He ended up becoming the deliverance of his family. Can I hear you, sir? The deliverer of his family and the Egyptians. Are you hearing me? But if it was a desire born out of situation, he alone would have been delivered. Others would have perished. You don't understand what I am teaching. Clap your hands for the Lord. Are you, are you getting the message? Because the moment the thing came to his heart, he began to realize that, ah, God wants to use me to deliver Israel. If it was a man-made desire, he alone would have come out of Egypt. In fact, he didn't need even to come out of Egypt because he was already a free man in Egypt. Am I teaching? I pray for you this morning that our desires will be aligned. That we shall have the mind of a deliverer. That is how you do exploits. You do exploits when you start thinking by the inspiration of God that it looks like there is something God wants to do with me in this church. Hallelujah. It looks like there is something God wants to do with me in my family. I don't know what it is, but I can see the movie. I can see God moving you somewhere. God is driving me somewhere. I can't place my hand on it, but I just sense that God is driving me towards something. And this thing is way beyond me. I pray for 20 of you this morning. Lift your right hand. May a certain grace come on your life. May your mind be renewed by this word. That you shall begin to think as a deliverer. Not a deliverer of your own soul, but a deliverer of others also. Can I hear somebody shout amen? What we need to do exploits is to have a mentality that goes beyond us. Hallelujah. Oh God. Can I tell you something? If you start thinking about us, maybe God may consider you to increase your blessing. So long as it is you, the blessing you have is enough. Clap your hands for the Lord. Did you hear me? So long as the agenda is you, then what you have is okay. But when I start thinking like a deliverer, then what I have now is not okay. Because others must also eat. God will expand the thing. God will increase the thing. God will double your anointing because you are not looking for the anointing for the fame. You are looking for the anointing for the liberation of others. God will increase your money because he knows that the, the increment of the money and the expansion of your greatness, it is not just to satisfy your carnal desires. But he knows that by you, others shall be satisfied also. May you receive a deliverance mind this morning. What am I teaching? He said, he supposed, can you start thinking by the inspiration of the Lord that if there is something to happen in my family, it will be by my hand. <laughs> Amen. You know, Tuesday I told those that came to church that may God deliver us. No, shout Amen. Amen. From the place where Bosume you see, May the Lord empower you. Yo, your amen is weak. May you receive the deliverance mind. Luke never said of Moses that Moses thought that God would deliver Israel by them. 
because Jethro was there. Miriam was there. But Moses thought, Moses supposed, he assumed that if there is something God would do for Israel, it will be my me. May you begin to think that way. And yes, I have check. If God sees your heart turn like this, God will command a blessing towards you. May God empower you this morning. Elder, do you understand the message? Elder, this is your home. How many are you in family? Five. So anytime you want to do something for the family, we used to. What did you do? May the Lord empower you alone. Amen. No, shout a better amen. May the Lord empower you alone. Amen. So you don't worry yourself about, I'm waiting for the brothers to come so we buy one, one bag of cement. Over chance and what you yield to. Hallelujah. Yes. May the Lord empower you. May you single-handedly be able to take your mother, care of your mother in the hospital. Your father in the hospital. And your brothers are there. It's not because you don't respect them, but you don't want to worry them because you have enough to take care of them. Start thinking that way. Start thinking that way. And when you start thinking that way, I pray may God's angels release resources to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Like when we come to church, we say we are, we are, we are, we are looking for, we are waiting for everybody to come so that we go for evangelism. No. May you be the Moses that suppose that if there are souls going to join Charisma Center, it will just be by your own evangelism. That is a deliverance mind. By the time you are thinking that if there is something good going to happen, we thank God for the ass. But if there are no ass, I want to be the only one that God can entrust this deliverance in my heart. Hallelujah. That is why sometimes most of us churches, especially with the charismatic churches, we struggle before we are able to finish projects. Hallelujah. How many of you know that? When you go to the Orthodox churches, when they say they want to buy a land, one person will just be quiet, quiet, then go to the pastor's office and say, Matasa Asino. Charismatic church. Even if the one has it, he will sit down, she will sit down and wait so that all hands on deck. But, and, and even the orthodox churches, they are not exposed to the amount of power and grace we are exposed to in the charismatic. It's just recently that there's a revival there. But even without any struggle, Somebody can just get up and say, Me me fear, I'm sorry. You know, um, Redeemed Faith has a church in one of the uh, uh, one of the cities or towns of Nigeria, Safili. The, the where they have the church. Very sorry, it's it could be like from here to KFC, somebody's house. You know, Nigerians they like building big houses. So the house was like from here to the KFC there. Like from our here today. Very big and wide. When the man was dying, he wheeled the house to the Redeemed Church. His children were there. He wheeled the house and the land. So, Redeemed Faith Fellowship there. Amen. And saved the church in Safele from going to gather money to buy land. One person. I pray the same grace on you also. And if I say, you alone, because you are the deliverance man that I think. I think. Not by self-imposition. God stirred you up. I think that I am the one to do this thing. And I'm not waiting for my brother. I'm not waiting for my sister. Not waiting for another person. I, I think. I think. I received some insight. I received some revelation. And I think that God wants to achieve something with my life. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ.
that your minds will shift this morning. And as your mind shift, may the Lord bless your hands also. Somebody get up and say, I'm a deliverer. Shout and say, I am a deliverer. Shout and say, I am a deliverer. No, speak to yourself. Say, I am a deliverer. I am a deliverer. I am a deliverer. And today, I receive that mind deliverers function with. Do you know that sometimes eh, the only thing that can make you do a great thing is just by thinking that if I don't do it, nobody else will do it. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you are trapped in a in a very dangerous situation, your survivor, your ability to survive becomes very great. When you realize that there is nobody to help you. How many of you know that? The likelihood that you can survive and escape is great. But if there are many people around, the likelihood that you, the fire will destroy you is also great. Amen. So, what is different? Are you following me? That is the same thing God wants us to have this year. To become solely responsible for something and not wait for another. Am I teaching? Solely responsible for something and not say, let's wait. Others will come and join you. That is a deliverer's mind. Hallelujah. Not waiting for other siblings. Not waiting for other church members. So you come to church and there is nobody to lead prayer. So let me sit and wait. So that, and people are, people are already seated. And the one to lead the prayer has not entered. And you also come and join them and say, let me wait. Because I'm not a leader. I am not chosen. I pray that this year. See, sometimes, just by embracing that opportunity, you get to step into a ministry you never knew God has given to you. Can you give the Lord a clap of him? In the same way, you can change many things about your life by the help of the Lord. When you get to understand that this thing, this thing, I think. Have you ever been inspired before? Have you ever been inspired before? When that thing comes, and you realize that nobody was there to help you or to understand you, but somewhere, somehow, you managed to do that thing. But the ones that you had the inspiration, and you said, oh, this is good. Let me even share it. Let me even talk to someone. Let me also wait so that somebody will come and help. You end up not even doing the thing. This year, may God give you grace. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? You know, sometimes you can come for choir rehearsal and four, five, six members are not present and the two cannot do anything. And the one cannot do anything. Are you getting it? Because you don't have a deliverance mind. If you have a deliverer's mind and you come for rehearsal, yes, numbers are good, but as it stands right now, you start thinking, I suppose that God wants to do something with me in church on Sunday. That is the only reason I am the one here at the rehearsal. And you don't become bitter and start thinking and start talking and complaining and say, why did they not come to rehearsal? They didn't come, but you that came, can you start thinking like Moses? I suppose that God wants to, what God wants to do with the choir today, he just wants to do it with me alone. 
Who am I teaching this morning? Hallelujah. So that you, you, you not come and sit here from three to six and because somebody came, you couldn't do anything. You failed to receive the inspiration. You failed to, cut, to get the message. Hallelujah. Am I changing your mind this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you meet somebody, beggars on the street. And you realize that a particular beggar who is begging has begged a long time around your car. What is a car? Shim, 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 shim. 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 But we'll do and watch How many of you have experienced that one before? And sometimes in your heart, you say, now, uncle. May the Lord stir you up to understand that supposedly the Lord needs your offering and your sacrifice from your hands to preserve your soul ahead of you. Can I hear somebody shout amen? When God has blessed you and you are the only one that as a Bushen Mukomandisika, may you begin to say, ah. I suppose that the only reason I have this money is so that those who don't go to school can go to school in this family. So you begin to see yourself as God's tool of deliverance. That is why you are in a such advantageous position. That is why these things are not coming into anybody's heart but your heart. Can I hear you shout amen? Do you know that in this church eh, there are some here and some present, absent, who can have certain ideas that even me, the pastor, I will not have it. But do you know what happens? Sometimes when we receive such inspirations, we take ourselves out of the equation and give the idea to somebody and say, can we do this? Sometimes those things is because the Lord wants you alone to do it. That is why he stirred your heart towards it. And I pray you receive the courage. Am I teaching is the message sinking well? Yeah. By the time you are waiting for everybody to get on board, the desire will disappear. The desire will be lost because when the Lord inspired you, it was, it was your name he mentioned on it. Some things are given to you for others. Some things are given to you just for you alone. I suppose. Hallelujah. Eric, are you in the message? I suppose. That the Lord by my hand would deliver the brothers. The brothers understood it not. And I pray grace for you. Am I, are you with me in the church? May the Lord strengthen your heart. So that when men don't understand your inspiration, it will not cut you off. No, I'm talking to you. Ah. In this year of exploits, the Lord will inspire you with weird things. And because it is weird, men will not understand. But if men don't understand, it doesn't mean the work is wrong. May you receive the courage and the tenacity to do your convictions and your inspirations with or without the understanding of men. Can I hear somebody shout amen? Touch your name and say, let no man confuse you about your inspiration. Oh, for me, Collins McJakes, I will not change my message. Shout amen. I will not change. If you have known me for many years, you know that my messages, you see, you, no situation, nothing can influence the message God has given to me. Hallelujah. And I am praying that whether they understand it or don't. Now look at Isaiah. I'm closing with this one. 
Now, God calls Isaiah also. And right from the start of the calling, God told Isaiah, you are filled. You don't understand? God told him you are filled. How? You are going to preach to a people who will not understand, who will not listen, who will not hear you, and they will be ready to kill you. Is it not failure? It's total failure. So before you start, God has declared you, you are failed. <laughs> Hallelujah. So how then do you continue again? But the man that received the inspiration, then the Lord told him, yet you keep on preaching the message I've given to you, but I've hardened the hearts of the people so that they will not listen to you. So the success of Isaiah's ministry lied in the stubbornness of the heart of the people. Are you getting it? So that is why I always tell you, be careful what you call of sex. <laughs> Shout amen. I pray grace for you. Stretch your hands. Say, Father, I now understand that I am the one. I am the one wicked in your church. Say, say, don't go and say this in English anyway. Yes, only charisma. Say, I'm the one wicked in your church. Wicked in my brothers. Because anytime you inspire me, I wait for others to join. And by the time I am waiting, I have lost the vim. I have lost the desire. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Oh, God. Hallelujah. Oh, it has happened to me many times. Till God taught me a lesson and I repented. Hallelujah. There are times I'll be in the house and then God will wake me up and say, go to the church. Then sometimes I'll call some of the pastors. I mean, I'll call Reverend Eliezer. Say, where are you? Meet me at church. Many times I will do that. Then one day God taught me a bitter lesson. Then God said to me that after this lesson, you understand that there, are, that there was a reason Jesus would pray alone. And there was a reason sometimes he prayed with James, Peter, and John. When I need you to be in a place alone, you have to be there alone. Don't carry anybody with you. I want you to be there alone. Are you hearing me? There are times God, like, like God has stirred my heart to do something in this march. And I am so committed that I'm not looking at anybody who's going to do it. Me, I am going to do it. Amen. Because sometimes, eh, by the time I want to carry everybody along, that vision will not be achieved. And that is what has happened to most of us here. But this year, may God deliver us. Rise to your feet. Eh? Who is the message for this morning? Has God ever made you think in a certain way? Sorry. Has God ever... You know sometimes you can think in a way nobody is even thinking. As I do, be a dream course. And you don't see that God is wants to use you to fix that thing. Why is your face like that? Eh? <laughs> I know that face. When you are guilty, that is how you do your face. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand and say, Father, give to do understand the message. Until, until you make it your sole responsibility to make the choir work, it will not work. Clap your hands for the Lord. <laughs> Now, can you imagine Pat thinks that if the choir will work, it is her. She thinks the same thing. She thinks the same thing. She thinks the same thing. He thinks the same thing. She thinks the same thing. He thinks the same thing. Don't you think the choir will work? Because everybody feels 
that by them, the Lord will have the car. But this one that they see that as if the car will work, it is part of his business. Somebody say, Lord, deliver this soul. For he supposed, he thought. May your thinking pattern change this morning. He thought. Look at your church and say, I am thinking that the next big thing to happen to my church, I'm the one going to do it. And I am not waiting for anybody. Me see, I shall give you say, everybody then I'm coming to me as a genuine. Nobody is thinking that way. You are able to think in a sense. You know that this is inspired by God. Hallelujah. And yet you receive the inspiration and you say, I need hands. And God, to when He gave you the inspiration, He saw only your hand. By the time you want to bring other hands, the angels take the things away. Because the thing is not for many hands. It's just for your hand. It's because you have always not thought of yourself. Eh? You alone can be able to do this thing. You think that without others you cannot do it. And it's because of the message of the two. Two is better than one. Shout amen. But after all, even if two is better than one, at least one chases a thousand. Give the Lord a clap of it. One chases a thousand. I pray that the Lord will help us. Say this, I'm doing exploits. And I've just, I've just first, I've removed a barrier as to why you are not able to do exploits. Because you are thinking others must come and help. That is why sometimes when some of you get money, you squander all. We really need because you say, they are of our of a K. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> I pray that the Lord shall help you. The Lord shall help you. Stretch your hands on the altar. Today I am praying. You are asking that Lord, whatever it is you want to use me to do, that I have given to others to do, I take it back again. Malagata. Somebody's breakthrough is in this prayer. There are things that Lord has placed in your heart that you should do. Just that you have been waiting for others to join. And for a long time, the others also are not coming. This year, may you pick up the mantle. Something is ending in your family today.